0: Welcome, everyone, to the Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcott, and you are tuned into the spoiler cast, of course, for the final episode of this season of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It is Friday, April 23rd, and I am ready, my friends, to jump into this episode. I gotta tell you what an episode this was. What a finale. And you know what I'm gonna say? What a series finale, because uh, we may see these folks again in their own little series, but in terms of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, this series is done, but we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But as always, a little bit of housekeeping here. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. You can always email the show at TheEnthusedLife at gmail.com. And if you have not watched the season finale yet, hey, go watch it, come back here, and we're going to talk all about it. But let's jump in here. And it you know kind of leaves off where the last episode uh, left off with the GRC getting ready to vote to kind of you know reset the borders and kind of essentially force people uh, into these countries and all that, which obviously Carly and the Flag Smashers did not want to happen, so they were kind of hijacking the building. Um, and then that leads into, obviously, Buck and Sam needing to stop that. Now, we get that glimpse, my friends, of Sam in that suit. And what an entrance. I mean, we, we get a quick little glimpse of him flying. So you know he's got his wings back. But when he smashes through that window, oh, it just gave me goosebumps seeing that and seeing the shield. It, man, it was just awesome, right? It's such a cool moment, such a cool scene. I mean, we knew it was coming. But to actually see it kind of in reality was just uh, just incredible. You know, I love he smashes into the building and then, you know, doesn't even skip a beat. I mean, he starts taking control of the situation just as Steve would, right? I mean, you know, barking orders to uh, kind of the, the police and everybody that's there. Uh, I say barking orders, but I mean, what he's saying obviously is just, you know, there's chaos happening right now between the flag smashers there, um, essentially kidnapping, um, you know, all the GRC senators and all that. Um it was just awesome to see to see sam in that role taking on the role of captain america captain america and like i said not skipping a beat doing exactly what steve would have done in that same situation um we do see then of course that sharon shows up at this point uh using kind of the skin tech on her face uh kind of like what you saw in the old mission impossible movies i say old mission impossible movies i mean they're still making those things but in the mission impossible movies uh kind of revealing herself to to buck that she is there and, uh, you know, then they're just trying to save these senators who Carly and her crew are now basically taking them, right? They're, they're kidnapping them, uh, kind of to hold them hostage, basically, and stop that vote uh, from happening. Uh, Carly actually is able to call... Uh, on the phone to one of her, I guess, minions, if you want to say. I mean, it just appears to be an administration person kind of in the um, in the GRC area, but um, hands the phone to Buck and basically says, have you ever fought for something bigger than yourself? And I love this answer. Buck basically says, yeah, I have twice, or I have, he says, and I failed twice, both fighting for America along Steve's side. Failed, right? He essentially almost died, if you want to say. And then fighting for hydra as the winter soldier and of course he failed yet again so you know for carly to come out to buck and say something like that like you know have you ever fought for something you believe in yeah he or something bigger than yourself yeah he has and and essentially has failed twice and you know that's kind of a a tragic part of buck we never look at i mean hey fighting for hydra terrible thing right that he did of course he was brainwashed and forced to do it but that is yet something that at least internally I'm sure for him when he thinks of that it's like hey I was fighting for this and I failed right he did and and so that's that's something that they don't bring up a lot you know we always hear just kind of a, the things that he did in terms of um killing people and all just the bad things that the winter soldier has done but you never think of buck in that sense of like just the the disappointment the the tragedy of fighting for something and not achieving that cause and it's happened to him twice you know for most people I mean, I hate to say it but it kind of only happens once right if you lose your life kind of like like Buck did essentially the first time you don't get that second chance he got that second chance even though it was kind of on the wrong side right he got that second chance and um you know failed yet again and, and you know Buck tries on the phone to tell Carly like hey you know you're killing all these people those nightmares are not gonna stop like they're not gonna end And um, she just doesn't really care. She just kind of rolls with it. and is like, yeah, whatever. Hangs up the phone on him. You know, it's a great conversation. Um, We then get Buck, of course, going into the um, uh, uh, parking garage, getting on the motorcycle, taking off. This is where we see Sharon actually use that, like thing that she kind of attaches to that guy by kind of distracting him when he gets into the van. And then straight up murdering him with this mercury vapor. Um, Just showing how ruthless, I think, Sharon can be. And, I mean, by the end of this episode, we see this Sharon is a very different Sharon than we knew. You know, things that she's been through, things that um, I I guess she's probably been through for the last five years, essentially now becoming the power broker. I mean, it's confirmed that she is a power broker. And we're going to talk about that angle here in a little bit. I mean, it's kind of been speculated at, and I, I still... I need to know her motivations in that because there's still some questions i have for why she became that uh, but this is our first glimpse of her kind of being um you know this this just a ruthless ruthless person um cutting back to sam and just his fighting we're getting glimpses of what this suit can do um i mean number one this episode was just in insanely action-packed most action-packed we've had yet um not only in just this series but i think in any of the marvel series you know, Disney Plus series, I mean, WandaVision had had its moments, but nothing on this level. I mean, this was Winter Soldier level type action, right? I mean, we had awesome fight scenes, very well choreographed. Sam showing kind of the training he had last episode in that little montage, flipping around. And then one of the coolest things we get is ways in which he is going to, you know, be able to capitalize on not being a super soldier, but capitalize on what the suit can do. We that, That's what I loved about this episode, is it really showed us that even though he's not a super soldier and has super strength that suit that the wakandans gave him give him that ability so you know and this this is a moment where at one point we see this this uh suit kind of like propel him with the shield and he just pounds into somebody um later on we get another moment where he's fighting with carly and she kind of like punches at him and, and tries to come at him and he's able to block with the shield and the wings kind of kick out and kind of stop him from from feeling that force and flying back um Later on, you know, with the helicopter chase and kind of that fight, how he's able to kind of block it uh, with you know the shield, and then the the wings kind of come around. He's able to protect the person as it bang the you know the the helicopter kind of bounces off. I mean, this suit is what Sam needed all along, right? I mean, the idea that he was flying around with those wings, however many feet up in the air, was just crazy when you think about it now. Like, I mean, you know, we yeah, sure, we did see him kind of uh, use the wings before pretty effectively, but nothing on this level. And now having the shield coupled in with it. Um, he means business, right? He's, he's ready to go. Uh, and when he's kind of in that helicopter chase, that's where we do see, um, that red wing is back. So yes, my friends, this suit has red wing. The Wakandans have resurrected red wing. So red wing is not dead. And we see that used not only in the helicopter, but even at the end, when he kind of saves that truck, kind of like these, all, all these little mini red wings kind of come out kind of help propel that truck from not falling down. Uh, I thought that was awesome because hey, everybody was upset, right? That Red Wing was gone. We didn't want Red Wing to be gone, and having it back um, is is awesome. Now Carly and her crew kind of escape at this point, and I love that's kind of where she, um, you know, is kind of mentioning to her people, and she says, you know, it doesn't matter if they die themselves; that the message is out. And you know, there looked like there was a little bit of doubt in in her followers there, right? There she, they seemed to kind of question i mean we saw the last episode the one guy i don't don't know if he has a name but you know he was kind of questioning her like aren't we the criminals and she's like no like this is what we have to do and so you know there was especially that one woman kind of in that moment really kind of questioning what carly was doing um and uh you know kind of sowing those seeds of doubt i thought that was going to kind of come back around but it it really didn't and you know maybe it did in, in the fact that they just gave up right when they all got surrounded at the end kind of surrounded by the police. They just gave up they, they didn't even try to fight I mean sure there were you know hundreds or will look to be about a hundred police that were kind of around them also you had uh, I think John Walker and Buck there in that same moment but you would think if anything they would maybe have just went down in a blaze of glory just fighting but they didn't they just put their hands up and gave up um, and so I thought that was kind of kind of interesting. Um, you know this is then when you get kind of the, the finale of that that um, uh, moment where, you have the helicopters which was just an awesome scene um, and Sam is able to uh, block that helicopter crashing you know by the NYPD chopper at this point this isn't the main chopper but he's able to kind of block it with his shield up on that bridge everybody cheers you know and kind of realizes like yo that's Captain America Um, I love that moment just such a cool moment Um, when Buck starts fighting Carly in the streets I thought this was interesting so Carly does something very, very smart. And so they have this one, you know, the one uh, truck with the people in it. She creates a diversion by lighting that truck on fire and knowing that Buck is a hero, that he is going to have to save those people and create that diversion. Um, you know, I guess we've seen things like that in comics, and that is kind of a, a trope, I don't think we've really seen that yet, like, in any MCU content yet. And that's one thing I liked about this episode is we also got our heroes being heroes and and saving kind of the everyday people it seems like so much of the mcu lately has been the more bigger villains and never kind of those smaller moments and even though this moment was in a, a small uh little fight we got to see you know essentially buck save the people from that truck by ultimately just punching the hell out of the truck and you know being able to kind of save them and even we had sam with the nypd chopper he goes up and is able to kind of pull the doors off and save those policemen um I thought that was great. You know, we don't get those smaller moments t- too often of, of people actually being saved. It's more just kind of focused on the battle <clears throat> and kind of the, the major villain at hand. Um, so I thought that was kind of neat um, to kind of get that. Uh, I love this is when we then then get John Walker kind of coming in. Uh, he's made his shield, which we see just get all tore up. Uh, but I love Carly says to John that Lamar's life didn't matter. And that pisses him off. And he's like, how, how dare you say his life didn't matter? She said, no, his his his." His death didn't matter to my fight, and she's right. Like him dying didn't matter for what she was trying to achieve. Right? It it really doesn't matter whether or not he died. Um, And I just thought that was kind of interesting. Like he was just kind of a a wall in the way of what she was trying to do. You know, it wasn't like she purposely went out to kill him to strengthen her cause. He was just somebody that was right there, and so that, of course, you know, gets gets him all riled up. And then, of course, that's what leads them into Bucks moment. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Sam was able to tap into the earbuds. Um, you know, the woman gets her, her text saying, put your earbud in. He's able to use red wing. First of all, to num to see that that woman on that chopper can fly it, right. That she's a pilot. Then he's able to get into, uh, her earbuds and and tell her, Hey, I need you to grab on the count of five, grab the controls here and take over. And then of course, you know, they count down from five and wow 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 we we get just some an incredible incredible moment of sam just like over over the head chucking the shield through the chopper smashing through you know takes the guy out the woman takes the controls what a moment like i just absolutely loved it that woman obviously is able to bring them to safety um i mean that that's just wow sam He's pretty adept with that shield now, right? And, you know, I'm sure some people may say, oh, it's kind of unbelievable that he would be able to be that adept that quick. I'm on board, man. I'm, I'm all for it. I thought it was great. Um, that cuts back to then, you know, when John's fighting everybody, um, Carly kind of gets away. Uh, well, essentially she doesn't get, well, she gets in the truck, right, kind of drives away. She's starting to drive it off. John then starts pulling that truck back up to save the people. So here's a hero, a hero moment for John, right, for everything that he's done in this series and how despised that he is here's a moment where he can be the hero and at first i didn't i wasn't sure if he was gonna because the way they shot it like he's kind of looking at it and i you almost thought he was gonna walk away um but he didn't he uh starts pulling them up but of course then he gets wrecked is unable to um save them right and he falls down to the ground the truck starts falling and then suddenly we see the truck stopping that's where we see sam utilizing the suit utilizing these kind of mini red wings to propel it back up and save the day. And even I love even John and Buck are both just kind of sitting there, kind of like awestruck, like "Oh my God, here is Captain America um, saving the day!" And uh, he does. He he saves the day, which I thought was just uh, just awesome. You know, I didn't really comment on the suit. I mentioned you know kind of in the beginning that. You know, I saw the suit, and, and it looks fantastic, and it does. Oh, my God. Like, you know, again, the goosebumps that came in kind of when, when you first see it of him smashing through the window, um, but they really brought the suit to life of what you see in the comics. Um, it's just uh, it's near perfect. You know, I mean, there are moments in the books where he kind of has a blue suit, but kind of the newer Sam Wilson was that, that white suit, and um, oh God, I love it. And just just think of the number of kids that are going to be wearing uh, that suit come this Halloween. There's gonna be so many kids. It's gonna be a beautiful thing. Like, oh man, I I absolutely love it. This is our Captain America now, friends. I I just ah oh, so good, so good. Uh, and then of course, you know, we even see what the, what other things the suit can do. We get some smoke kind of shot down in by. Uh, what's his name? Um, St. Pierre there. I, I can never think of his name kind of in the series. Um, but creates a bunch of smoke. Sam is able to use his goggles because that's something now kind of this tactical visor. Think of kind of like uh, the Stark tech in the Spider Man suit. We now have the Wakandan tech in Sam's suit. So he's able to kind of do that, kind of get a tactical play on the battlefield. Um, and uh, he chases, you know, is able to kind of figure out where um, Carly is going. Carly is on the run, but, 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 but. Um, this is where I think Sharon, what she encounters Carly kind of in that moment. There's some gunshots. We see that Sharon gets shot. Sam sees it and then, you know, confronts Carly essentially in that moment. And, um, you know, Carly basically says you bought in all that bullshit. And he's just like, Hey, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm in this and I'm not going to fight you. And I love that Carly keeps coming at him trying to fight. And she's like, fight me. And he's like, I'm not going to fight you again. And that goes back to kind of where we what we've talked about with the series so far, like you can understand their plight. And I mean, Sam clearly does, especially from the speech he gives when, when all is said and done. Um, he understands her fight, right? And he says that even in the series a couple episodes ago. Like, I, I I believe in what she's fighting for. I don't believe in what the way she's doing it. Um, and so he won't fight her. He won't do it. And um, they're kind of going back and forth. And of course, Sharon stands up, takes a shot. Now, before Sam gets there, that's when we learn that Sharon is the power broker, and i got a couple questions here so one you know this obviously had been kind of teased and kind of speculated at that she would be the broker um i wasn't fully on board because i didn't think that she would be the one kind of researching the superhero serum we learn at the end kind of in that post-credit scene of her saying the superhero serum isn't really the value anymore isn't isn't what we're going for now we have all these government secrets that we can chase and that's kind of where her character is going to go i like that kind of this um anti sharon carter from the comics you know there's been some moments where she seemed to be a little bit shady but it always comes around this sharon carter seems like she's going to be full-on i'm not going to say villain but pulling some of the strings um question i have is i guess how does she number one get into that role um you know, I hope we get some sort of backstory, something to tell us how she became the power broker. I really hope we do. I mean, I understand maybe her motivations of not being pardoned and all that early on, and maybe that's kind of what led to that, where she just hated the government. But there's another part of me, and I don't know if anyone else is feeling this way, but there's a part of me that maybe thinks that Sharon... This isn't sharon carter there's a part of me that thinks this is what's going to lead into you know kind of secret invasion somehow that the, that the real sharon carter is somewhere else you know that this power broker sharon carter isn't her and is somehow either a cree or a scroll pulling some strings and that's going to be the big reveal that we're going to go on now for the next year or two thinking what is sharon carter doing she is this villain and then suddenly we realize it's not her and the real Sharon Carter is up with Nick Fury up in space. Throwing that out there, that's kind of my, my thing. Because, again, I, I just don't feel the Sharon Carter that we know, the Sharon Carter that knows Steve, that, you know, knows the legacy of Steve with her, you know, her aunt. She's not good with Peggy. You know, she wouldn't do this. I don't think she would. I really don't. So I think this is a Kree scroll. and somehow that reveal is going to happen in Secret Invasion. Quote me on it right now. We'll come back to that when we get into Secret Invasion. But that, and I think that was kind of a tease of her peeling that face back. I think that's it, my friends. I think that that is not Sharon Carter, I'm telling you right now. Uh, quote me on that. But um, so then, of course, this is where we get, you know, Buck and John kind of working together, which is kind of interesting, you know. You, you see John actually kind of pat Buck on the back uh, for capturing everybody else. Um, Sharon does end up shooting shooting Carly, and then, um, you know, uh, that's kind of the end of that. Sam, in just this epic moment, carries Carly's body in front of the world, essentially, in front of all the police, the the media, the senators, all that brings Carly back. And then we get what is one of the most impactful moments of all the MCU. I mean, we, we get a moment, obviously, we've had a couple moments like this kind of throughout the series, but to hear Sam talk fully Captain America in this moment and pointing out the you know fallacies in so many of just the ideas of what the GRC are doing, you know, to kind of go against American ideals and uh, not just American ideas, just for, you know, worldly ideas and, and, and the idea of looking out for your common man. You know, I love that he finally says, We all finally have one common struggle when the senator says things like, oh, you know, you're going to tell those people that were gone for five years, can't go back in their house and blah. You know, he's saying, bringing all these things up. And Sam's like, what do you think the black people have been? I mean, he didn't say this, but essentially, what do you think the black people, the African American community has been going through all this time? Finally, you understand. Like, I, dude, I love that moment. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, anyone who comments, because there have been comments, I haven't really talked about it on the show, but like Fox News bringing up things, you know, getting kind of how, oh, you know, there's no no need for this political and social commentary within the series, BS, hell yeah, there is, have you ever read a Marvel comic? What do you think Marvel comics have been doing for years? What do you think Stan Lee and Jack Kirby did with the X-Men and with pretty much every hero that's been ever created in Marvel? What do you think everything has always been about in Marvel comics? It's social commentary. It is that world outside your window. That is what Marvel lives and breeds by, and especially the Captain America comics. Those comics, when you get into there, there is so—even right now, when you read any of the current run, it's everything you see in the show, there's comments and and commentary happening within there. The issue 25 of Captain America— continues obviously the story that's happening and then they had a small short story at the end. I loved it. It was like 10 or 12 pages long. And it's all this. It's everything Sam is saying and it, it you could tell it was written shortly after the Black Lives Movement matter of last June. So the issue probably came out in like September or October. It's in Marvel Unlimited now. Go check it out issue 25 of the current Captain America. And it's great. And and so this moment was just fantastic. And and it fit, you know, it's you could tell it's not like it was shoehorned in. Like it fits the character, it fits what's happening, it fits everything and that's what makes Marvel great and that's what makes this show great and that's what makes Sam Wilson, Captain America fantastic. There was no other character that could have delivered this and maybe not have it seemed shoehorned in. This isn't shoehorned. This is about as real and about as as authentic and sincere I think as you get. It was awesome. Unbelievable. I just I loved it. I mean, the one thing he said where he says, You know, I don't have blonde hair or blue eyes. first he says like' I'm, you know, I'm not a super soldier. I have no blonde hair, no blue eyes. The only power I have is to think we can do better. What a quote from Sam, right? Because you put John Walker in there, he would have just been all fists and 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 you know, coming at you. You know, I'm going to fight you, which really in the moment with Sam fighting Carly, that's exactly what John Walker would have did. He would just beat the hell out of Carly. Sam refuses to do that because he knows we can do better and he knows he can do better. And to hear Sam say that in front of the world, to say, the only thing I know is that we can do better, um, was just incredible. I mean, that uh, the whole series led to that moment. Um, and in that moment, like sure, Sam up to that point in this episode was Captain America for many in that moment in this world in this mcu sam wilson became captain america and i surely hope everybody watching if you know as much as you love steve rogers i know i hope in that moment sam became captain america for you as well it oh goosebumps just talking about it guys and i hope you loved it too it was just oh it was great uh <laughs> all right so then after that we get the uh, the glimpse uh, the rest of the Flag Smashers kind of being put into the car. Uh, we hear the one guy say, you know, one world, one uh, one people. Car bomb goes off, kind of set up by Zemo. So Zemo did finally get his his just due. Um, we get a flash to Contessa, you know, with uh, John in, I guess, just kind of the, the judge area, you know, kind of in this court, saying that, you know, things are about to get weird and we'll need a U.S. agent don't know where that's going. I mean, now he has the black suit um, and he's still, you know, kind of working with her. You know, she she made that call. He picked up the phone. I don't know where that's going to go. You know, I mean, he's obviously helped Buck and Sam in this moment, um, but it, obviously Contessa is getting ready to do some shady stuff and uh, is looking for, um, you know, the U.S. agent, John Walker, to, to help her out. It's going to be interesting to kind of see kind of where that goes. Um, we then get Buck... Um, you know, kind of uh, getting his his kind of send off where he does go back to uh, the gentleman whose, whose son he killed and tells him what he did. You know, I think last episode, was that where Sam, was that Sam saying that or Buck? Or, I, it wasn't Bucker. I think it was Sam basically saying like to Zemo. That's right. He said it to Zemo or well, maybe not. I don't know. I'm kind of getting confused here, but he basically saying like, you can't just go and just kind of be nice to these people, mark them off your buck and say, hey, I did good. You need to tell them what you did and kind of ask for that forgiveness and explain to them why you did it. And he does that and officially gets closure in that moment. And uh, he's able to leave his book for the doctor. He says, thank you to her. Um, I thought that was a great moment, um, kind of getting that that closure, you know, with her and, and really kind of showing that he's he's kind of ready um, to move on. Um, we get Sam visiting Isaiah. Um, and, you know, that was a great moment too, kind of, you know, coming full circle. And, and you know, we, we even got that glimpse of Isaiah kind of looking at um, – the, uh, uh, news and seeing, you know, kind of seeing what, um, Sam had kind of become uh, as Captain America, as, um, you know, a black man carrying the shield. And it was just, just an awesome moment their conversation. And then, uh, you know, he says, you know, Isaiah's kind of questioning why he's doing it. And Sam says, Hey, we built this country and I'm not going to let anyone take it away from me, especially after we've bled for it. And um, I think that's in the moment where kind of Isaiah kind of changes his mind and says, okay, I understand what you did, what you why you did what you did now as and becoming Captain America. And I understand it. And then Sam, of course, takes him to the museum and shows him that he helped kind of set up this um, Isaiah Bradley area in the museum because his legacy needs to be known as well. And, and again, you know, I know some people may say that's some more social commentary, but it's not. You know, so much of the history gets forgotten about that. And, you know, maybe this will change some people's mind, and I sure hope it does, that, you know, we need to show that more. And I love that they showed that in this series, um, especially for someone like Isaiah, who, you know, did a lot as a super soldier. Um, I just thought that was um, just awesome. You know, they were able to kind of honor that. And in that moment, Isaiah embraces uh, Buck, you know, gives him a hug. It was just uh, just a hell of a moment to kind of come full circle. is where both those characters have been kind of within the series so far. And, you know, I guess kind of the next moment, obviously, is kind of the big celebration at the end. I mean, they have that um, just incredible party, uh, which was awesome to see. You know, it was great to see them kind of celebrating. I love seeing the kids hang off Buck's arm. Um, you know, it just kind of gives us closure for that series. And, and we really see Buck and uh, Sam's relationship really kind of come together. Um, it was awesome. Such an awesome moment. And just a celebration, right, I think, of of even Steve, you know, to say, you know, to... to Finally, the torch has been passed and it is now Sam as Captain America. And I, God, I just, I loved it guys, so awesome. And I mean, the best part, we finally get that splash screen. And this is kind of what I alluded to in the beginning. It's no longer the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It is now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So for now, This was the series finale. We're never going to get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier again. It is Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which makes me wonder, where are they going to go next? Are we going to get a Captain America and the Winter Soldier series again? Are we going to get a movie? Quite frankly, I don't care. It's just telling me that we are moving forward with it and that Sam is Captain America with Buck by his side. That final moment of them kind of just like, you know, I don't I think Buck kind of puts his hand on on Sam and he kind of smiles and then they walk away just awesome such an incredible incredible moment um you know to, to kind of lead up to and again you know everything you needed everything prior to it to kind of get to that moment and kind of just know their history and um it was awesome so you know that that what a finale what a finish it was great now we did get one post-credit scene and that is of course of sharon being pardoned and i had mentioned earlier you know she kind of walks out of the courtroom and then calls someone and basically says yeah the superhero serum isn't really what's valuable anymore we literally have all these government secrets we can tap into um again you know i think the takeaway from that a lot of people think it's going to actually be sharon carter kind of running you know the power broker side and all that i still don't think that is sharon carter i think that is either a cree or a scroll setting up secret invasion which means they're going to gain access to the government secrets and all that that they can then utilize within secret invasion and cause whatever mayhem or chaos It is that they want to. That, my friends, is where I think the setup for Secret Invasion is going to kind of come from and how really how the worlds are going to collide, right? We're going to get whatever's happening with Captain Marvel and even maybe uh, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of out in the universe. Back home, it's this quote-unquote Sharon Carter kind of running the scenes. That's what I think is going to kind of set that up. But that's me. You know, I know there's people gonna kind of be speculating some more, um, but uh, yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. So overall, incredible finale, incredible series. Absolutely loved it. Sure, it had some you know kind of slower, dull moments um, that I know that was kind of some complaints I saw a lot of people saying, but for me. I love these characters, and in those kind of quieter moments, or things that I loved, but they definitely went out with a bang with this episode. And I can't wait to watch this with my kids and wife; like they're going to be blown away tonight, um, kind of by this episode because the whole episode was just action packed, right? There was so much going on in this episode, and and again, you know, I think it, this series, for what it did, social commentary wise, um, was perfect. It was timely and really kind of falls in line with um, everything that um, you know the series is is known for. Um, or not the series, but the, the Marvel is known for that world outside your window. It was perfect. Just, I just loved it. So let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Hit me on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. You can always email the show, the Um, I would love to know your thoughts. What are your thoughts here on the finale as a series as a whole? And uh, I think next week we won't have anything, but the following week, we're going to start getting into the, to the bad batch. Uh, that is actually coming out on May 4th, the first episode, which I don't think is a Friday. Uh, but we'll start doing the same thing for those Bad Batch episodes we'll get in. Now, I'm not sure really how deep we'll get in like I do with some of these uh, with uh, Mandalorian or what we've done with WandaVision and, and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Going to have to kind of see how those episodes play out. Uh, but I do plan to do spoiler cast, kind of like I'm doing for, for this. So uh, we'll get into those soon. So, guys, have a great rest of your weekend. Again, let me know your thoughts. And until next time, we'll catch you later.